Welcome to another episode of Small Bites by Mere Pod Taste Buds. We are your buds, Emily. And Melissa. And this is just some short format content to give you the skinny on some doodads in the food world. Doodads. Today, <laughs> we're talking about something you've heard of. You've probably said it. You've thought about it. It's a quantity that's quantifiable. It's the baker's <laughs> dozen. Mm. Indeed it is. Baker's dozen, if you don't know, I guess you're living under a rock, but it means that you get 13 (laughs) instead of 12 in your order. Mm -hmm. And it actually goes pretty much back to medieval England. There were laws that related the price of bread to the price of the wheat that was used to make it. So bakers who were found to be cheating their customers by overpricing undersized loaves would be subject to strict punishment, including fines or even flogging. Some intense punishment, I'm just going to say already. Very drastic. They, they like, all the articles I read really like ranged in, uh, you know, punishment severity too. Oh, I was my. like, Jesus Christ. We're talking like, some of them were like, you, you chop off your hands. And then other ones were like, you get a fine. <laughs> you go to jail. Yeah, a so fine. It really maybe. seemed to range. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So even with careful planning, it's very difficult to ensure that all of your baked goods are going to come out the same size. Any baker probably knows that because it is not easy. Standardization is hard. So (laughs) there's going to be some fluctuations in rising and baking and air content. And many of these bakers didn't even have scales to weigh their dough, which also insane that you would literally be like eyeing all of this out. I was just going to say, thank God for the scale because that's the only way I could get like equal portions of anything done. Yeah. It's insane. Mm -hmm. So for fear of accidentally coming up short, they'd throw a little bit extra to ensure that they wouldn't end up with a surprise flogging later, essentially. So sometimes a baker's dozen was 14 even just to be extra sure. That's so funny that they're just like, throw more in. I don't want to get beat today. <laughs> I would, yeah, I'd be extra generous too. I'd be like, here, have another. I yeah, for would sure. like to keep my hands. <laughs> Some bakers in 13th century England were notorious for skimping on the size of their baked goods uh, while their customers were still paying that full price. So this cheating provoked King Henry III to pass a strict law that selling bread below the standard weight and size and overcharging for it got you roughed up or tossed in jail. It's funny to me that, like, I don't know, there were these bakers that were just so terrible. They were like, I'm going to cheat (laughs) you. Well, it's kind of funny that, like, bakers were thought of as, like, greedy and dishonest people when it's, like, like, the nicest people. (laughs) Yeah, it's a baker. They're really trying to cheat you? I don't know. It's dramatic. Oh, man. But it presented a problem. So the the public was really dependent on on the bakers to make sure they were fed. So couldn't be shysty, I guess. I mean, yeah, definitely a vital role back then. (laughs) Yeah, feeding the people. But yeah, King Henry really took the punishments to another level. He adopted the Assize Pani. And that was this Assize law that when you... uh, when an official wanted to regulate the sale of bread in an area, it would align with the price of the bread and baked goods with the market of wheat. So, um, yeah, no good. It also would apply to like the regulations for beer too, because it was basically a tax on wheat and stuff. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it made it so people who shorted their customers would be punished and 
you could be flogged or pilloried. Yeah, which, side note, I had to look up pillory because I was like, what the hell does that mean? And it's, you know, like the stocks that you yeah. put people in? That's a pillory. That's a pillory? Yeah, hmm. that the, that's an, another word for stocks is pillory. And I was like, who knew? Hmm. I've never called it that a day in my life. Never heard it called no. that ever. <laughs> but yeah, those so like really put someone in those little things. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was still a form of punishment today? <laughs> to the pillory with you. <laughs> You're just like, and people throw like tomatoes yeah. and lettuce. And lettuce. You. Yeah. Cool heads. I mean, it is one. like the ultimate form of shame. It's, it's oh, yeah. probably a very, I feel like it was probably an effective tactic. I don't know why. So I you're pro pillory? I mean, of all the like punishment forms that we have yeah. in this country, yeah, I feel like pillory might be better than yeah, some better. <laughs> yeah, and like some people yeah. need to deserve to be taken down a peg sometimes, you know. That's real. <laughs> That's real. A little shame at the pillory for you. Little shame, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably uh, so bread loss. <laughs> Back to bread loss. bread laws and assizes are also used to discriminate so in spain the nobleman promised three days of bread for anyone who joined his army he also promised they could go to any mill they wanted to choose where they could get their bread but two groups of people were excluded jews and bakers which is crazy their own bakers (laughs) yeah that's like not even right And if you think England was, you know, excessive in their punishments, I mean, honestly, you can look at a lot more ancient civilizations and they had very similar things in Babylon for shortchanging bread. uh, Your hands would be chopped off, like I had mentioned in ancient Egypt. If you did the same thing, someone's ear would be nailed to the bakery. So they were real about like blood for blood, you know, (laughs) man. Baking could be dangerous. Yeah, I, aren't you glad you're a baker in the 21st century? <laughs> I'm just doing it for fun. I don't. I mean, I'd like to feed people, but not for <laughs> not for cost. Uh, so since bread rolls and buns and things like that are now made in manufacturing facilities with controlled measurements, automated packaging, machinery, most baked goods are sold by the dozen, not the baker's dozen. However, if you still visit like a specialty bakery, uh, they will often still sell things in 13 or baker's dozens when you ask for them. And even though the assize of bread and ale law is as dead as King Henry, bakers still follow the tradition and the custom of giving the customer more than they asked for sometimes. So it's kind of nice that some I mean, people still after, abide. Yeah, after- after that tumultuous history, can you blame them? I would probably no. be like, you always get an extra loaf, just to be sure. No, I don't Honestly, want this law coming back to fruition. <laughs> as a customer, like I would be so stoked to receive an extra of something that I'd be like, yes. Yeah. So now if I ever do sell my baked goods, Baker's dozen all the way. All the Done way. deal. Just a little, little yeah. more for you. <laughs> yeah, just a little more. Take it. <laughs> and that is why it's Baker's Dozen. Yeah. 13's a lucky number, too. I'm not, I'm pro 13. I do not think it's unlucky. I agree with that statement. Stand firm. <laughs> <laughs>